It's time for Q&A in the Kitchen, podcast edition, episode number 12. How do I get a tattoo or a piercing that I will not regret? Brought to you in part by Skin Kitchen Tattoo, the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, and Death Before Decaf. It's a show where tattoo artists and body piercers and those in the body art industry sit down and answer one question to the point where they beat it to death. So let's join the conversation now between Jack, Wesley, and Davo. How do I get a tattoo or piercing that I'm not going to regret? Some reasons. Some reasons. Things to do. Th- okay, yeah. Um, first, groups can always be dangerous. So if you're out with a group and someone suggests tattoos, it's going to sound like a fucking awesome idea. <laughs> but so many times I have people sitting in the chair and we're talking tattoos, of course, and where'd you get this one? How did that one happen? And a lot of people end up regretting those seemed like a good idea at the time group friend group things, deals yes. um usually a couple of drinks or something is involved or something yeah or it's yeah it's you know so a high level of excitement for sure yeah. yeah so and and i think maybe that leads into just you know prep time in your mind to really go through you know okay is this really mm-hmm. what i want you know mm-hmm. is this you know just give you a, and that and that depends on how seriously you take tattoos you know, like some people, it's a very fucking serious thing. Dude, that's going to last forever. Like, no, it's not. You're going to die. Yeah. And then it's going to be gone. It's very yeah. unpermanent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the very less permanent forms of artwork there are. Painting, how long does that last? A marble statue, how long does that last? Uh, you know, a sandcastles and tattoos are about the most unpermanent thing in the world, mm-hmm. as far as artwork is concerned. <clears throat> so, um, but some people don't see it that way. So some people don't really need the prep time. They can laugh at themselves. Even if they do regret the tattoo, they have fun with the regret. Mm -hmm. Some people, it destroys their life. They can't go to sleep at night and, you know, all that stuff. So depending on where you fall into there, be careful about just split decision tattoos or souvenir tattoos. Mm -hmm. Um, Because those, those, a lot of times, are done by the person knowing you're getting a souvenir tattoo and knows that if something goes wrong or they overwork your skin or you need a touch-up, you ain't going to be around anyway. So you're not going to get top-notch work generally. I'm not saying it doesn't happen because you can get a beautiful tattoo and another, you know, whatever. But it's just something to look out for. And if you're going to, like, Los Angeles and you want to get a tattoo to to mark that, that journey... Do your research beforehand, contact the artist, set up a time, and you can get into some incredible people, especially in larger cities, if you plan it out a couple months in advance. You know, if you're coming to Des Moines, give us a call. Let us know what you want. We'll set you up an appointment. We'll get you hooked up. Same thing with piercing. If you want to get pierced by me, let me know when you're coming into town. I will set aside time to help you. I've had clients come from all over the world at some point or other. And pierce them, so that's yeah, possible. Yeah. That's a good. That's a really very good point, and that's that's a great way to get you know really good work from other places, yeah. not just the group. Oh yeah, let's dive into the. Let's see if we can find a shop that's open. You know, yeah. careful that those that usually has regret at the end of the sentence. Generally, the, I think you're more likely to regret it the less thought you've put into it prior to it, or yeah, give or take. I mean, that's not for everybody, obviously. 
Um, but if you're going to right. regret a tattoo, it's generally it's generally the ones that you didn't spend very long thinking about to begin with. Yeah. So, yeah. And those are the short term ones that you came in, like I said, with friends or or a relationship mm-hmm. and something like that. Exactly mm-hmm. that. And the sentinel piercings, impulse piercings. Yep. Yeah. Um, if you're in somebody's kitchen, don't get tattooed or pierced. Right. This um, is the if, only kitchen you should be tattooed in. If you're at a party and everybody's getting tattooed or pierced, there's a reason that artists. I mean, there are some cases like conventions where there might be some tattooing in the in in the hotel rooms and etc. Mm-hmm. Usually, those are set up in advance. Believe it or not. Yep. Yep. Um, but if you're at a party and there's a random guy sitting there, a gal in the corner who's doing tattoos on people and piercing people for really cheap. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Move along. They don't probably have access to things like sterile equipment. They probably don't have access to the knowledge that it takes to do whatever you want correctly. Mm-hmm. And they're probably self-taught. Yeah, which sometimes <laughs> works out and sometimes it don't. But yeah. you're better off, you know, putting a little more effort into yourself than that. You know, because you're... You've got the choice whether you sit down in that chair or not. So, you know, if you're going to regret something, um, that's your fault. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's going to be guys out there that have just enough access to be dangerous and will take your money. Oh, yeah. They're happy to. That's and, how they and, do it. I, I've known artists that that's how they operated. They'd move from town to town to town. They would spend two weeks in the town. They wouldn't work inside a studio. They'd work in some van or truck or... They'd work at usually someone's house and then that person would go out and get their friends go, hey, I got this guy coming to my house doing cheap tattoos. And then they get it, the house gets a cut of whatever the, the tattoo mm-hmm. guy does. He slams, bams, and then jets out of town and... Um, kind of like a rent party. A rent party? Never heard of those? Huh. They, I guess it kind of went out of vogue. Huh. Uh, when people couldn't make rent, they would hire, a, they would have a band, their friend's band come in and play... And then they charge a couple bucks at the door oh, or, or cool. a keg or something to help pay for the rent. That's a, that's pretty smart. He's so, yeah. got a lot of them today. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sharp individual. It's all this delicious <laughs> death uh, before decaf coffee. Uh, it's 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 got to be doing the trick. It's super good. We've been drinking <laughs> a lot of it today. It's really it's working. This fall as fuck is doing its business. Is good as fuck. Uh, yeah, there's check links. them out. We'll have links down in the, in the description below the video. So click them, give them a check out. Their website's really cool. They're, I mean, they're good. Yeah, uh, local. Really good co- it's rose. a local lady. She's super awesome. Um, and yeah, she's uh, she'll she'll mail it right to your house and uh, by drone. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> I made the drone part up. She doesn't yeah, deliver by drone, but she should. But she's going to have to have money to buy the drones, and she can't get money unless she sells the coffee. So That's contrib- where you come in, the consumers. So contribute to the world domination plan. And get heavily, heavily, heavily caffeinated yeah. at, at the same time. It's always a good idea. Yeah. Um, you got okay. one? No, uh, I actually... What, well, I what should a person do so they don't end up regretting You know, my... One of my thoughts would be to ask your tattoo artist, too, but, you know, there's a lot of... That's an ever-changing field, too. There's a lot of different artists with different opinions on what is a regrettable idea, too. Um, so I don't know if that's really a, yeah. the, the, your best... Line. I mean, we do we do get a lot of people who come through our chair and say, this is what I regret, and we see these re- issues. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, just you know, by this What video, would you think is the number one thing, this, though? This, right? Number one it, thing you guys end up covering up. 
Oh. I w but before I lose this thought, getting it too small, I never have a person come in and say, man, I, th I got this too big. They That's always say, man, I wish I would have got this bigger. How can we fill in? How, you know? So listen to your tattoo artist. If they're knowledgeable and they know what they're doing, they've been doing it for a long time, That's listen what to what they say. Um, they've got usually a lot, they've been spending a lot more time thinking about how art Work looks on the body as yeah. a piece of artwork on the body uh, more than just you know what that tattoo looks like. Yeah. So you know proportioning and stuff on the on on the body is important. You know if you're only wanting a tattoo so big but you want it on your back, you know or you know right here, you know there maybe is a better spot for that. Plus, you know? you can so, get, the larger the design, the more detail you can get into it. Absolutely. And some designs need that detail, mm -hmm. or otherwise, after about 20 or 30 years, it looks like you have a quarter on your hand. Yeah. Or yeah. On, your, on your arm. Yep, and, and yeah, that's what, you know, when I ask people, I go, well, how much of your skin do you want to dedicate to this idea? Yeah. How much, you, how much of your skin do you want to give this tattoo, basically? You know, how much presence do you want it to have? You know, is it kind of a memento? This reminds me of my grandma. I, I don't want it to define me, uh, but it's something I just want to keep as a keepsake for me. Yeah. Well, then that probably falls in that, you know, uh, beer coaster, smaller type size and, you know, somewhere to be tucked away. Um, oh, I want, you know, man, I want this, you know, I, my whole upper arm, blah, blah, blah. So um, listening to the artist about how your idea works in a tattoo on the body or works as a tattoo is important, uh, not only with size, but, you know, placement and how it works with the body. So um, I, I hear people complain about that. I wish I would have got it bigger or, uh -huh. you know, uh, something like that. So I think if you go to a, a knowledgeable artist who is doing it for a while and, like I said, is in the mindset of placing artwork on a human body, that's what they do, yeah. and you're getting a piece of artwork on your human body, mm -hmm. listen to them uh, and take into account that knowledge that they have and maybe that way of thinking they have that maybe you hadn't and take that into account because maybe they know what they're talking about and might save you from being the one that goes, man, I got this too small or man, mm -hmm. I, I got this right in the middle of my arm and now what the fuck do I do with it kind of thing and uh, that might save you some regret. Names. Yeah, yeah. Um, partners' names. I always tell people when they ask me, it's like, uh, get something that symbolizes that person. I have tattoos on myself that symbolize... Uh, important partners I had when I was younger that I've had my first couple of attachments to. Their names are not on there. No right. one else is going to know about it. And the thing with names is you may still have, like, you want to look back on that part of your life, and that was a good experience, even though mm -hmm. it may be ended badly. Even ending badly was part of your personal growth. But every single partner you have for the rest of your life is going to hound you to get that changed. They're going to be like, you have that other woman or that other man's name or that other whatever on you, and they are just going to pound that into your head over and over and over again, and you will lose sleep over it. So, I think, think Dave was being a little dramatic because I have my ex-wife's name yeah. on my wrist, and I've had it since we were married, and we were married 10 plus years together for 13, but I haven't yeah. been married to her for 10, I think. But anyway, God, I'm old. <laughs> but when I got it, I didn't I didn't get it for her. I yeah. didn't get it to prove anything to her. I didn't get it to surprise her. I didn't get it for her at all. I got it for me and I know that humans 
don't stay together forever. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because, you know, I'm not, I was a tattoo artist when I got it. So, you know, I'm not uh, an alien to the idea of getting names as bad and all that. Mm-hmm. But at that point, I had already gone through so much in my life and had such incredible life defining moments and things with this woman yeah. that whether she was with me for the rest of my life or not, she had a spot in my, yeah. you yeah. know, no matter she's how long of, I lived. That's what I tell people generally. She's part of your life. Like, right. She made a, you know, yeah, yeah. She, so there's the important part. Was this part. a six month relationship right. or a six year relationship sort of thing or a 60 year relationship, longer or whatever. Well, the, the important, know, the important part is, are you doing it for yourself? Right. Or are you doing it for them? And that's why this, and, and think about this. Most of the time when someone comes in and gets someone's name, it's either one, it's puppy love. It's that first little flush of, oh my God, they are awesome and they like me back. Woo! And then you start realizing that they're a human and they kind of suck a lot like normal humans and all that stuff. And then you start regretting it. And, yeah. you know, uh, and or two... You're on the outs with the old lady because you really fucked up and you got to do something to prove that you are in this thing to win it, baby, and you're so sorry and you're never going to do it again. Look, I got your name. Yeah. And even if that helps for a minute, she was on the way out anyway. Yeah. So then the name thing gets a bad rep. Mm -hmm. Well, I wasn't doing it for that. Yeah. I was, we were, you know, you know, I got it for me and I have had one ex-girlfriend hassled me about it. Yeah. Um, but that just shows insecurity to me. Yeah. Um, and I've thought about it with myself, too, with a woman. You know, if a woman had, you know, John on her wrist or something. Now, if she was, if it was the, kind of the same deal and she was heavily tattooed and it just kind of was there and understood that, especially because I've had some in my life that even though I'm not with them, I still respect <coughs> them and I know them yeah. as a good person. Um I, I would totally be fine with it because I'm, you know, secure enough in myself to go, yeah, okay, I'm not going to let that name on there bother me. She obviously is with me. She loves me. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in relationships and people have made a big impression on me. That doesn't mean I don't love her just but the same way she, you know. So it depends on the person, I yeah, mean. Yeah, but and, I, I mean, I think we've established it. you got to do it for yourself. Yes, for exactly. And the other thing is, is you got to be willing to go, okay, when I do meet someone else, if we break up, to be able to explain what has happened and why that person's important to you mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't sound negative. Some because people can't take negative, it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some just, people just you gotta be ready for that. big enough you know, to accept the idea that, hey, there was somebody before me that she had intense feelings for. Yeah. And, you know, you know, of course. But She's you awesome. a lot. Of course someone's going to fucking fall in love with this person. You did, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. And the other advantage is it's one more way you can find those red flags earlier. If they're really insecure because you have yeah. a oh, absolutely. That's a good girl point. It's like or a, a guy that you dated <laughs> 20 years ago, then yeah. Oh, There's gonna be other problems. Na- name tattooed on me, then. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. All right, let's make We've that a thing. Regrettable Get a random girl's name on you, just to just to see, right? Just to see how secure the person you're getting with is Here with themselves. If that bugs them, they're fucking insecure little bitches. Yep. If they can't take that, that someone you know uh, that you that you cared for someone, what the fuck? Yeah. 
That's a little fucking weird, man. Uh, so that's a good idea. Yeah, we should we should run a we should run a random. Okay, here it is. We're running a special. And this is off the top of my head. We'll do fifty dollar names, but we get to pick the name. Fair enough. Right. Fair enough. Yeah. And you have to report back every six months and be in the dating pool. So that we know whether or not it affects your ability to find. Um, well, it, you know, some check-ins would be nice to yeah. let us know how it's going. I think you know we start a little website of the you know well, yep. fake name army or something. I don't yeah. know. And yeah, and then we they can all check in. And you know what will happen? People will stop being little bitches about people walking around with fucking names on them because they're going to realize that they're being a little bitch mm-hmm. just because someone had an you know an emotional relationship with someone and they have that name on there. I like it. Watch for this. Right. Yes. <laughs> New trend we're starting. The, the, if we didn't have the ringer off on the phone, it'd be going off right now. Um, another one for me is symbols that make sure the symbol represents you. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get branded or brand tattoos mm-hmm. or band tattoos. Make sure that you are committed enough that that means enough to you that you're going to deal with the pile of crap everybody else is going to give you for the rest of your life. If you're unsure about that, try to pick something that's, that fits you, your hobbies, your support. So that, you know, if you have the the, na- the Nike symbol on the side of your neck or a lip biscuit tattoo on your forearm, <laughs> people don't give you endless piles of crap about it. <laughs> With piercings, uh, the main thing is is like a lot of people have the, the opinion that it's 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 temporary. It's something they can always remove. Mm. The thing they don't think through is that it does cause scarring, and yeah. especially with facial piercings and etc. The other thing people don't consider is that they're going to be in a professional workforce. And it's the same thing with tattooing. If you are planning on going to in any type of field that is heavily professional and your appearance dictates the amount of salary you're going to make, making sure that you don't have visible tattoos or visible piercings is probably a good idea. Mm-hmm. There are plenty of other places where you can get tattooed or pierced that are not going to be visible. Yeah. It's like me. I can put on a suit and take my earrings out, my eyebrow out. The scarring is still going to be there. People are going to still know that I'm pierced. But I can present myself as professional more so than if I had, I don't know, um, skulls. You know, FTW in skulls. And what do you mean? What do you mean, Dave? <laughs> what do you mean? For the if, win! If somebody has skulls on the back of their hands and, and fuck you on their knuckles, somehow they're unemployable? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that you you are in a profession where that's that's acceptable. But if you right. try to get, if you decided like tomorrow you want to go back to school and become a doctor, right. you're Very not going to be able to get a job as a surgeon. With <laughs> I was saying that to hand. save it in the comments. Yeah, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's absolutely true. And you know, back when I first started tattooing, you know, it was very very rare that any that anybody young got anything below their elbows oh, yeah. uh, ever. You weren't. They and, wouldn't even do it. No. Yeah. And yeah, I would. I would question them and a lot of times they would be like oh yeah you're right and shockingly like that hadn't occurred to them but now fuck man 18th birthday sleeve me mm-hmm. yep. no shit and start at my fingertips you yeah know? my kid's first tattoo was here yeah uh it's a, it's kind of mind-blowing you know yeah. it's it's nothing for uh, an 18 or 20 year old to be completely asleep it's partly because the perception of tattooing has changed but right. there are still industries and things that you're not gonna be able to get into Yes. Because of the tattoo. Yep. Yes. Because of the piercing. And yeah, and I guess and what even I was if you're walking was, in yeah. with all the jewelry out, if you have a scar on your forehead, they're going to think, oh yeah, 
they had their eyebrow pierced or their nose, there's a big bump there or what have you, or you can easily see the holes in the bottom of their lips, they're going to have a perception, wrong or right, of what type of an individual you are. Yeah, it gives people, yeah. So, if you're willing to live with that for the rest of your life and you're fine with that, then go ahead, do it. Yeah. Because it's for you anyway. But you always need to take into account the future to a degree. Yeah, it can impact the entire trajectory of your life. Yes. Literally. In a positive way, we hope. Yeah, in a positive way. Um, I generally think getting a hand tattoo or finger tattoos isn't a bad idea, but the rest of the world notices when you when that's your first idea, when that's your first tattoo. Then they that's that's the opinion they're holding of you. Say, mm-hmm. all right, there's not whatever you got a hand tattoo that came with a full sleeve. Awesome, but you started with the hand first, and then that process yeah. you have to deal with a a lot of. Um, you know, opinions and judgments because of that, because they see your hand was the first thing you started with, and just do you I mean think, do you mean that in in a um, social wrong or right, whatever people think? I just think people will see that, and you know, it's not the, that you have a hand tattoo; it's just the direction you you started from. So like you it, mean like um, you you're you're talking that a hand is kind of something you earn your way into as you sleeve your arm out? You mean that was no, the way it was maybe kind about. of yes, yeah, kind of yes, but I think. If you're applying for a job, again, that's something they'll notice. They, they. That's true. If you come in and you have a full back of your hand tats tattooed, and you really don't have any other tattoos, maybe one other small one, they're like, man, why did you fucking blast yeah. that right in the middle of your hand? Exactly. You know? I, yeah, they I don't see. Think of you as I, a person that I, cares about your presentation as a first high priority. That's you know, it's funny because they're ironically being the person that are judging them for it by not. When he, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. They're going, well, said, people like right. me are going to look at that and think, yeah, that's you doing it, you yeah. know? Uh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. But, yeah, it's that's, right. that's true. Say it. it is the case that right. people cases, see it that way. In yeah, a lot of cases, true. it's not even the employer themselves. It's their customers that yeah. they're concerned about. Because if you're like, if I went to New York City and I'm sitting down, or even Chicago or any major, even Des Moines, and I go to a fine dining restaurant, and the waiter comes to the table, and they've got a you know twelve inch mohawk and a bunch of piercings, and their <laughs> hands are tattooed with "fuck the world" and "I hate God" and all this stuff. <laughs> I'm not gonna feel like I'm in a professional environment. It's all about perceptions, and yeah. perception can dictate what your uh, what the person's experience is in that environment. If you're working in the service industry. And it will perceive that perception can go on to even how good the food tastes. Mm-hmm. They've proven this time and time again. Of if you bring something out on a plate and it's piled twenty feet high and there's only like two ounces of meat there, people think it tastes great just by the perception of how it looks and how it's presented. And when employers are looking at things, even in the service industry, because everybody seems to think that's the fallback. Unless you plan on washing dishes for the rest of your life and be a line cook. Which is two terrible jobs to have for a long period of time, in my opinion. Some people love it. Great for you. You're probably not going to want to have a bunch of visual triggers. Yeah, it's true. And and that doesn't mean that it's right. That doesn't mean that you should be judged because you chose to get a tattoo on the back of your hand. You should be able to get a tattoo on the back of your hand and no one should have to, you shouldn't have to miss out on a job. I don't, I think that's, it's stupid, but reality's fucking reality. And that's just the way it is. Aware of those perceptions. Yeah, yeah, and even though it it, it is way more common now to see a 20-year-old with full sleeves than it was 20 years ago, uh, it's still there. Mm -hmm. People are still biased and... 
people, and, and, and it's not necessarily wrong, because if someone owns a company and, say, they are trying to uh, get money from a certain class of people, then they have to choose the people that represent their company to attract those types of people. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. So, and because you can't be upset if you don't fit that right that criteria. That 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 boss, that owner of that company, has every right to hire or fire whoever because his job is to make sure that company is successful. And if he thinks hiring the person with the you know six foot pink mohawk with you know fuck the world on their hands doesn't quite fit their business plan. Well, you can't hate that guy, no. you know? Yeah, and you should have every right to grow that mohawk and, and do whatever you want to yourself, but just realize... So you shouldn't be angry when that guy doesn't want to right. hire just, you. Right, just, yeah, realize that, job. Yeah, yeah, there's, you know, people want a certain type of person for certain types of jobs, and by making yourself look or present yourself as a certain type of person, you might not fit that job anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just a tattoo. Yeah. So, we maybe, don't like to maybe wait, or we'll, maybe get it somewhere else, you know, yeah. it's... It's all to the individual, of course, um, but it is shocking how many young kids are getting so heavily tattooed. And see, with me, and it seems to start to be, it's slowly starting to go out of vogue, was all these parents were letting their kids stretch their ears mm-hmm. at you know, 14, 15 years old with this idea that, oh, by the time they get out of college, it'll be, they'll be out of that phase and they'll take that out. The thing is, is that... If you get over a certain gauge, and most people, if you get to the point where you're past two gauge and you start stretching into zero and then into the uh, millimeter sizes and inch sizes, that's permanent. You got to go see somebody, you got to have it surgically cut out, and you got to have it stitched up. It is plastic surgery, and it's going to cost about $5,000. If you take the jewelry out, you're going to have these lobes hanging at the bottom of your ear, or if you didn't do it correctly, they're going to look like. Uh, inflamed cat buttholes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to look professional inflamed is what I'm getting at. Buttholes. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. That's why it's juice. so funny. Yeah, that's perfect description. Yeah, and uh, cats are always happy to show you. And here you, know, you go. Here it is. Yeah, here it is, everybody. Here you hey, go. My asshole is that perfect and pink. I'd probably show mine off, too. I don't think it looks that pretty. So I'm not saying don't, don't let your kids do that if you think they're responsible and they're going to do that. But do understand it's going to affect the future. Yeah. Man, we sound old, don't we? I'm not even that old, and it still is the case. So. Oh, cool. All right. So even though I'm old, it's not necessarily an old man idea. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, yeah it's still, it still can affect you. And just because most of your friends went and got the back of their hands tattooed, that doesn't mean... And that mean... goes back to peer pressure. Right, and the group think and the kind of, you know, but stepping back and making sure you are doing what you want with your body, not what anybody else is and thinking. And regardless of what's fashionable today, it's going to be out of fashion in five or ten years. Yeah, yeah. To a degree, when change. it comes to Main Street stuff. And mm-hmm. it, I always tell people, it's like the hippest people in the room are usually the first to, to leave whatever they're doing. They're the first rats off the ship every mm-hmm. single time. The hippest person you know is going to do something that they think is hip for the shortest amount of time because they have to get out of it before it's no longer hip. Right. So it's like this whole jump frog thing. <coughs> or leapfrog. <coughs> Yeah, so I, yeah, they're always little first rats on the ship. I don't hang out with hip people. Then. I, I was a hipster for long before I knew. You're still a hipster. Yeah, I can't help it. It's just like, yeah. Like, all the stuff I was into when I was a teenager is now the, the hipsters are considered hip. Yeah, and that's, that, that's they're fucking, like, taking my childhood. Yeah, and I got I got, I got got yelled at for, or not yelled at, but I got um, made fun of for wearing my grandpa's clothes and dressing like my grandpa and all this other stuff. Because right. I wasn't hip and wearing that 
cool 80s fashion. Hey man, uh, Hypercolor was the fucking bomb. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, you know, it's, I'm just, I go in and out of style. It's just the way life is. And the yeah. same thing about, I'm sure, tattooing and piercing. And I watched it happen, you know, this one comes into vogue for a little while, then everybody wants this done and that done. Uh, the other thing I want to cover before we wrap this up is intoxication of any way, shape, or form. Mm. Uh, your decision process is not good. And if they're an eth- ethical artist, they are going to refuse to do it. I had to do this last night. A mm. uh, lady walked in asking for a piercing that she didn't even know the name of. Um, she was teetering the whole time, and she was very upset with me because I refused to do it and was immediately in the lobby on the cell phone trying to call around to find somewhere else to get it done. We don't do you when you're drunk because your decision process is terrible. You can't make choices that are clear. You can't communicate with us. Anything we tell you about aftercare, you will not remember or retain in any way, shape, or form. You're going to bleed more. Your anxiety, nervousness, and other emotions are heightened by what you're intoxicated by. You're probably not going to sit still. You're more prone to passing out. And you talk with your hands, so you're not going to sit still. And uh, it's illegal. More in legally, we're not allowed. Or tattoo artists, you're not supposed to do anybody that's intoxicated. No, I legally cannot. We can't tattoo you if you're impaired. The last reason, too. Yeah, even yeah, even if you're mentally just physically, you know, mentally impaired, we're not allowed to because uh, the state feels that you cannot make a clear-headed, informed decision. So if if you're drunk or you're on in some other kind of mind-altering substance, we can't do it. Period. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't go out and plan on getting tattooed and get mm-hmm. drunk be- or pierced and get drunk beforehand because it's going to make the experience much worse than it should be. Yeah, you won't be able uh, to. You're going to agitate your artist to no end. <laughs> and that's so easy to do. You don't need anything to help. <laughs> It is frustrating because I've, yeah. I've had some people that get past the. the, the mm-hmm. They're just those people that they don't look drunk, and then I've gone through the whole process, and then it starts bleeding profusely, and then I look at them, and suddenly their whole demeanor is gone. Yeah, and it's like ah, and they don't hear anything I say, and they're the people that they don't call until there's something terribly wrong with mm-hmm. it. They don't take care of it. Just a big bundle of trouble. That one yep. just stopped again. Well, then you're going to have to cut the camera, too. <laughs> well, um, I think we've beaten that one. Yeah. I think we got, what, about six or seven of them. Yeah. Thanks for watching. Subscribe. Give yeah, us a no, thumbs up. Subscribe or die. Buy coffee. Death, death before decaf. You have been listening to Q&A in the Kitchen, recorded live at the Skin Kitchen Tattoo, located in Des Moines, Iowa. Uh, those on the panel were Debo from the Axiom Body Piercing Studio, Jack Lowe from Skin Kitchen Tattoo, and Wesley Dickerson from the Skin Kitchen. If you'd like to see further episodes, please stay tuned. We'll be posting more in the future, and do subscribe. If you would like to watch the video version of this, go over to our YouTube channel. We post these every other Sundays. You can subscribe there and not miss one episode. So until next time, have a good day and happy piercing and tattooing. And if you're in the Des Moines area, we all hope to see you for your tattooing and piercing needs in the future.